If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to your Circle of Influence podcast. I'm your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are delighted, delighted that you are here. You know why? Because this is going to be an episode where... I think sometimes I have it in my mind, Amy Walker, like, like I may come across as preachy, but this one is more like, come walk with me. <laughs> because what we're about to talk about today is join the journey. Yeah, join the journey. Because what we're about to talk about today is something that I, for one, have personally struggled with. And that is focus on one thing. Now, I know that it's hard. I mean, in general, it's just hard in general. We have so many commitments. We have many hats that we wear. We have many um, deadlines to meet and, and things to handle on many different levels, whether it be personal relationships and at work, et cetera. And even as an entrepreneur, you wear many hats. Even if you have a team, you still wear many hats. Sometimes you're the face of the brand. Sometimes you're the manager. Sometimes you're the babysitter. Sometimes you're the strategist, the visionary, et cetera. And so I know that it's a lot to handle. So we're going to talk about focus on one thing and what that means and how you can actually walk that out. Right, Amy? Yes, ma'am. We are going to. You know, I started off this year with a book called The One Thing. Mm -hmm. And as I've been reading this book, it has really been causing me to evaluate and think through what am I doing? How am I spending my time? Where am I being efficient? Where am I being inefficient? And um reassessing what I'm doing and deciding what I'm not going to do. And I've always felt like what you say no to is as important or more than what you say yes to when it comes to success. But I'll be honest, this book has really been like revamping even the way I think about what I say yes to. Yeah. So what, what do you think, how is it refining your yes? So I'm loving a lot of things in this book. There's a lot of great information in there, but the one thing that has really stood out to me the one thing, get it? That's the name of the book. Um, but the one thing that has really stood out to me is the domino principle that he talks about, where if you take one domino, you knock it over and it takes over, it knocks over the next domino yeah. that they can knock over bigger and bigger and bigger. So you could actually knock over Stonehenge by starting off with a really small domino. And the principle of figuring out where is the most important place for me to put my time and attention that can then create momentum in all of the other areas of my goals. So I have a one thing personally right now, and I have a one thing professionally right now that I, and it's been challenging because it's like, yeah, I know that's the most important thing for me to do. Um, but then there's all these other things that still come up and they still need to be done. And I find myself fighting to focus on that one thing and being like, no, 
I'm not stressing about this or that. I'm not worrying about this or that because here is my one thing that I've chosen. And that is what I have to make sure I get done. And if that is done, then everything else will fall into place. It takes a good bit of faith in the process that you really, um, internalized that you got the right answer for yourself and that you are actually focusing in the right direction. It's been an interesting process working that way this month. I love that because, um, what it reminds me of, I don't call them dominoes. I call them pivots Mm -hmm. and, but it's, it's the same idea that it's like, if you, there's a pivot habit or there's a pivot, um, thing that knocks everything else over to your point. And maybe I should start using the domino um, analogy because, you know, we Dominicans, we play a lot of dominoes. <laughs> I love it. Um, Why have we never played dominoes together? Oh my goodness. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't hurt your feelings. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like the idea that the one thing can then imp- impact or amplify the other things that are also important to you. And then, but it makes them flow um, more elegantly, right? Like more organically because everything is flowing together because you're aligned. And Mm -hmm. so for me, that comes from, that comes from defining who I say that I am like the highest version of that, of Monica that I can imagine. What does she do? The one that already has the uh, level 10 marriage, the level 10 finances, the level 10 body, the level 10 business, et cetera, et cetera. What is she doing on a day-to-day basis? And what is she focused on, et cetera? You know, like it doesn't work for me to be like, what would Oprah do? I don't care. I don't care what Oprah would do. I'm not married to Stedman. I don't run a media empire. <laughs> it doesn't apply to me. Right. But what would my best version of myself do? That feels more local. That feels more relevant. And when I start thinking about the highest version of myself, and what, what would she be concerned about? What decisions would she be making? It helps me to clarify what I'm doing in the present moment. I love that. Um, you know, it's interesting because there's, we, we just went through a big work session this morning before recording yeah. this podcast where, you know, we were asking ourselves some of these similar questions because you guys, we, we don't teach from theory. If we're talking about something, it's because we're living it, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was feeling, I started off by saying, I need, I need a, what did I say? I was like, I need to just clear the air or something. Yeah. You said I'm an feeling, open share. Yeah, an open share. Yeah. I'm feeling really spread thin right now. And I'm feeling like I need to create more synergy and more alignment in the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my, my highest Amy is not stressed right? Like she's not, she doesn't feel that scarcity of time. She doesn't feel squeezed Mm -hmm. for, by all of the responsibilities. She feels at peace with all the things that she's doing. And so when this Amy is feeling spread thin and feeling stressed about all the different activities, that tells me that there's a mismatch of alignment. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times if we listen to ourselves, we can make creative adjustments. And this is what I love about the process. Cause I, I earlier, like in my thirties, I would have just said, tough it up, Amy, put on your big girl panties, go to work, mm-hmm. get it done and break through the other side. You know, like yeah. that's how you're going to get past this is you're going to just push through it until you break through the other side. And the wiser 40, almost 41 year old Amy has a little <laughs> bit of a different take on this, which is, um, that I need to listen. 
And it was, it was interesting as we came through our work session of how do we want to restructure things so that they're more in alignment. Mm -hmm. I also think they're going to be more effective Mm -hmm. because some of the things that we have been struggling with are things that we just don't really want to do if we're being honest with ourselves. Yeah. And so it's not the way that we want to create results Mm -hmm. and picking a new path and figuring out what is the one thing that we can do that's going to create the most amount of impact has I've walked away feeling like we're a lot more streamlined and that we have a better plan for us to be successful. So it's not Uh like we're abandoning one plan because we're lazy. We, I think we'll create better results as we are working in alignment with our values and what we actually want versus what we don't want. Mm -hmm. Neither one of us really wants to be plugged in and engaged all the time and constantly posting about our lives. We just Mm -hmm. don't. And so we can fight it. (laughs) Yeah. So we can fight that desire or we can say, okay, let's make some adjustments and figure out what do we need to do in order to really make the impact that we want without Mm -hmm. feeling like we have to excuse my words, but prostitute ourselves before the Mm -hmm. social media platforms because we don't really want to. Yeah. And I think that that level of clarity and not making ourselves uh, wrong for where we are, but rather how do we work with what, where we authentically are, I think that allows for a level of creativity and of um, innovation in our business that makes, us, that makes it uniquely ours, right? So it's like mm-hmm. it's easier to be committed to something when it just feels like a natural extension of who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And you're more effective at it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this is where I love the intuition part of this, figuring out what the one thing is, is it's not necessarily something that, you know, you could hire someone and they could come and look at your org chart and they could look at your operations and they could say, here's the one thing that you need to do. But I also think there's a lot to be said for going internal, really being honest with yourself and doing a gut check and yeah. being prayerful, meditating um, and looking at it from a, from a soul perspective, what is the one thing that you can do that's going to create the most progress, the most growth, the most momentum, the most results in your life? I I think we, we need to trust ourselves and trust our intuition because I think we already know this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a, a colleague of mine a few days ago where she talked about private, there, there's public results, private rewards, and secret reasons. Mm. And so sometimes you have a public result, like a, a certain amount of money that you're making or a certain amount of um, people on your email list or, you know, some kind of key metric like that. And you have private rewards for it, uh, personal private rewards, right? So it feels good to be financially solvent in your business and financially abundant in your life and so forth. But the secret re- uh, reasons for doing that is sometimes it's validation. Sometimes it's proving mom wrong. And, you know, the, when she poo-pooed my business idea and here, there you go, you know, stick your thumb in it or whatever. And uh, is that a saying? Do you guys say that in English? Stick your thumb out? No, we do not. <laughs> <laughs> but use another finger and you'll, you'll get what I mean. <laughs> um, and so... We, I think part of leadership and part of being influential, you know, this is called your circle of influence podcast and part of being influential on yourself begins with self-trust and Mm -hmm. part of developing that self-trust is about telling yourself the truth about where you stand. 
Sometimes it's hard to confront that. Sometimes it's hard to say, I'm doing this so I can prove my mother wrong. Or I'm doing this so that I can show my ex what he's really missing on, on whatever, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's usually the reason why we don't want to face the secret reasons is because they're petty, <laughs> because yep. they're ego driven, because they're so small compared to what we say we are in the world. And so we don't even want to admit them to ourselves. But let me tell you a secret, speaking of secret reasons, when you are capable and willing to say these things to yourself, you are far more empowered to drop crap that doesn't serve you because you understand Mm. what the bottom line is for it. And you know, there's no cheese down that tube. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Uh, Yes, absolutely. I, that resonates with me a lot, actually, because I, you know, I am, I have my hand in a lot of growth projects right now. And there's a frustration that comes when you have your hand in multiple growth projects because you're not seeing the results right at this moment that you want to because you're planting seeds, you're building infrastructure, Mm -hmm. you know, you're laying foundation for results that you're going to see in a few months. And it is, it has been frustrating me. And so I've been going through, in fact, I had a, um, at the beginning of the week, I had a morning where I was like, everything's failing. Nothing's ever going to work. You know, I mean, it was very dramatic. Tears were shed. My husband was like, are you sure you're not just tired? Cause like you didn't have any downtime this weekend. I was like, yeah. no. And I don't even have time to take a nap if I was. And then I came home and I was like, yeah, I'm taking a nap. And I woke up and I was like, oh no, I'm good. <laughs> I was just tired. Um, but leading up, leading out of that. Okay. So then I had to look at, well, why was I so exhausted? What was it? And I've had to mm-hmm. really look at all of these areas that I'm trying to grow and ask myself, do I really want this one? Do I really want this one? And some of Mm -hmm. them, to be honest, I've looked at and said, I am pouring a lot of time and energy into something that I don't really want, Mm -hmm. but I I was doing it because it seemed like the next step and the best opportunity Mm -hmm. to get money. Mm -hmm. Right. Like Mm -hmm. it seemed like a good way to get clients, but I don't really want to do it. Like it's, it's straight up work and discipline. Mm. And so it takes a a level of self-awareness, I think, to be really honest with yourself about are you, because if we're, if we're being totally transparent, there are a million ways to get clients. So pick ones that are really fulfilling to you instead of forcing yourself to show up and do things that are completely outside of who you want to be and how you want to run in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, now, doesn't that make you breathe a little easier? Doesn't that yeah, make well, it will easier? make me breathe a lot easier when I've actually totally stopped doing those things. Right now, I'm in the process of just like pulling weeds in the garden. So but when the garden is dead, that's yeah. when I'll be like, hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> yeah, but see, here's the thing. Here's what I've learned in my... Um, I'm, I'm going to claim eldership here because I'm a few years older than you, Amy. Um, what I've learned is that the feeling comes first and mm. then the result comes. It's kind of like this holy That's trinity. Good. It's kind of like this holy mm. trinity of like internally, the internal parent of my results is the combination of my thoughts and feelings. And the external parent of my results is the actions that I take. And then when I marry thought and feeling internally with the external parent of behavior or actions, then I get the child, which is the result. And the feeling comes first. That's like mom. Like mom has to be willing to get pregnant (laughs) in order for there to be a child, you know? And so, and then the action, which I suppose is the masculine aspect of it, um, then the action can make sense. 
But that's also mm-hmm. why a lot of times you'll take external action and nothing happens because you're not impregnating yeah. your, your, your feeling nature, your subconscious, your emotions, your, your intuition. You're not marrying that action with that internal alignment. And that's why you can take external action and not produce the results that you think you want. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff, Monica. Deep. <laughs> I needed it. All right. Let's give a listener challenge. Uh, my listener challenge is that I want everyone to spend some time figuring out what their one thing is. That first domino that if it were to fall over, it could create a chain reaction and move mountains. What is your one thing that you want to focus on to create business growth? And then clear up some space so you can actually spend some time there. Yeah. And, and here's a caveat for some of you. If, if you ever, if you do this exercise and, and, what happens to to me is what happened to you. The one thing might be something you're not willing to look at. You might need to let go of a friendship. You might need to have a come to Jesus conversation with a business partner, with a colleague, with an employee, with, you know, et cetera. So don't let the fact that it's uncomfortable dissuade you from its primacy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love it. Well, we so appreciate you all being on with us us today. And we would love to hear from you. Leave us a comment, leave us a review. Um, Monica and I are joining clubhouse. So we got some fun stuff planned over there. Um, I'm at Amy Walker, Monica, what's your handle at Monica Ogando, just where it is everywhere. There we go. So come over and follow us because we are going to be starting some live group discussions and we'd absolutely love to have conversations with you there. And um, also our book, you guys, we've been working on this book for a while and it's getting close. So when women lead, we just set a release date today, releasing March March 22nd in the year of our Lord 2021. And it will be beautiful. (laughs) I love that you said that. (laughs) Awesome. It would only well, be thank you better. All. It would only be made better if you had said in the year of our Lord. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you all, we appreciate you being on with us today and we hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks everybody. Bye.